Good afternoon. It is a Facebook Live Friday, the first Friday of November. I am with Lee King Howard. I'm with Brian Miles. And he dressed up as a sports reporter last night. I did the same thing for Halloween. How did it work out for you? you get a lot of it was stuff? pretty scary. Uh, you saw my costume. I saw, was, the, uh, I saw the broadcast. Scared a bunch of kids, worse. actually, in, at Eastern <laughs> Kentucky uh, basketball. But, yeah, it worked out well, I guess. Thanks for joining us. We're going to talk over the next 15 minutes or so about a variety of topics. We'll talk U.K. basketball, U.K. women's basketball, U.K. football, high school football. Tonight's the last Friday night of the regular season. And we may dabble in with whatever time we have left. But Let's start with UK basketball tonight. Mm -hmm. Exhibition number two, Kentucky State is the opponent. I think a lot of people obviously are looking to head to Tuesday for election night and the regular season opener too. Yeah, everybody wants to see Kentucky and Michigan State in yep. Madison Square Garden, number one versus number two. It doesn't happen very often where that's the case, but as any coach or any player will tell you, they're gonna focus on tonight's game first. Sure. Although the competition is considerably different than what the Spartans are going to give them, the, than what the Thoroughbreds are going to give them. But tonight is an important game as well because they don't get many opportunities for tune-up type exhibition games. And so they've got to take advantage of tonight's game against Kentucky State. Well, I'm glad for Kentucky State because those guys, it's been a couple of years since they played UK. Um, you know, Georgetown played Kentucky last weekend. And it's good, in my opinion. I've always thought if you're going to play an exhibition game like UofL did with Bellarmine, mm -hmm. Bellarmine had to drive five miles or so to get to the Yum Center. K-State, a half hour. Georgetown, about a half hour or so, whatever. I, I like it when UK plays the locals, when they've played Transy before. Uh, they played Asbury. I, just for me, I like it. Kentucky, though, does not have Nick Richards. I don't think he's going to play tonight. He's still mm -hmm. nursing that injured ankle. And yesterday we talked to the assistant coaches, and they said, well, you know, it could, depending on how long he's out. Sprained ankles can take a while. Sometimes they can sure. take a week, sometimes a month. You just never know. Um, but it will be interesting, I think, to see how UK adapts without their big guy in the middle. And I think what we will see is some more Keon Brooks. He's a guy that plays wing traditionally now, but before he came to Kentucky and before his high school career, at his size, he played a lot of post mm -hmm. uh, growing up in AAU basketball and such. But he's he's more of a wing now that he's in college. But he's certainly a guy that can move into that four spot. And you never want to say that an injury to anybody is a blessing. But if Nick Richards is out tonight, and hopefully not any further past that, but if he is out tonight, John Calipari and the coaching staff will have an opportunity to kind of experiment a little bit with some other lineups. So further down the season, whether it's another injury or maybe even just some foul trouble in a game, they have some ideas of other options that they can do when that when that front court gets thin. Yeah, and I, I think also going back to the first exhibition game against Georgetown, the Tigers out-rebounded UK. Mm -hmm. Now, obviously, Kentucky won by 27, but the Tigers took it to the board, so to speak. They got the rebounds. They were aggressive. K-State has a lot of tall guys, one 6'10 guy, several 6'9", 6'9s. So it'll be interesting just to see what kind of uh, attitude K-State has towards getting the rebound because that has been, been a big emphasis for UK this week, even though they've just kind of taken a little bit lighter. Well, and you know K-State's going to come into this, uh, this game at Rep Arena ready to play. Oh, yeah. I mean, Chuck it from the Jeep seats. Right, go. right. I mean, it's an <laughs> exhibition for the Wildcats, but for the Thoroughbreds, this is one of the, if not the game, they circled on sure. their calendar because it's a chance to play in Rupp Arena, a chance to play against the number two team in the country. We've seen a lot of teams and 
also individual players come into games against the Rupp, or excuse me, against Kentucky in Rupp and, and play their hearts out. Sure. Uh, I think of Bubba Parham at oh, BMI yeah. <laughs> this last year. Uh, but that's what Kentucky State's going to come into play. And, and I'm with you. I, I don't think Nick Richards plays tonight, even if maybe he's ready to go. Right. We don't really know, but the coaches haven't really – they haven't said it's bad, so that to me that makes it that makes me it makes me think it's not that bad, if that makes sense. Right. But I think they save Nick for Tuesday night because that one is much more important. Yeah, it certainly starts things off in a great way. Number one against number two, Michigan State and Kentucky from Madison Square Garden. We will be there. Alex Walker is already, he's just chomping at the bit to get up there <laughs> to the Big Apple and cover that ball game. Also, the UK ladies, they played an exhibition against Southern Indiana earlier this week. No trouble at all. You were at that game. What did you see from the UK ladies? And I know everyone focuses on Ryan Howard. I mean, that's right. the easy, that's the easy way out for sure. anybody. But this is a ball club that's got a lot more pieces than just her. Right. I, I was going to say the first thing that, stepped, that, that stood out to me about this women's team is just the depth. Now, Matthew Mitchell was an exhibition game, but he played 10 players. And nine of those 10 players scored in the game. So I don't know that he keeps that 10-player rotation once the regular season begins. Mm -hmm. But he's at least seen all of them on the floor, and all of them can play and contribute. So... Yeah, Ryan Howard is the person, the player that every other opposing team is going to key on, being one of the best players in the country. But she's got a lot of help around her, and that will certainly help her in the long run as well. You know, we talked about Emma King earlier this week on WKYT. She had 12 points in her first collegiate action. That is a young lady, played at Lincoln County, uh -huh. watching her over the last several years. You could see as a freshman, as a sophomore, hey, this kid's got some talent, and not just good high school talent. This it has a chance to do something pretty darn special. And I think if uh, she can stay injury free, she's looking at a, a thousand a thousand point career total, 1500 points, right. depending on, you know, health and playing time and whatnot. Well, and, and the two key pieces that Matthew Mitchell is replacing this year, of course, Macy Morris right. and Taylor Murray. But Macy Morris in particular, you lose a bunch of scoring. That's right. You, you, you don't. You don't think of how important Macy was from long distance shooting threes until she's not until, there. Right. <laughs> so now they do need someone like Emma King and, and some of the other three-point shooters on, on this team to step up and make up for some of those points that they lose because Macy has graduated. The UK ladies start the season ranked 13th in the country, so that's pretty good praise for a ball club uh, that, as Lee K mentioned, lost two vital keys to last year's um, team. Now, UK football, the weekend is off. They get to relax a little bit for the last time in the regular season. Uh, Kentucky has, they're coming down the stretch to use a, a horse racing term, and they have to like what they see coming down the stretch. And I really take my hat off to Eddie Grand. Every year he has come in at UK, he's got the game plan. This is what's <laughs> going to happen. Every year, it seems like something happens to a quarterback, something happens to a key piece of the puzzle, with the exception of last year, pretty much. And he's got to totally revamp everything. And the way that you can show what kind of a good coach you are is when you have to adjust on the fly. I can't think of an offensive coordinator, just off the top of my head, who's had to adjust as much as he has in the majority of the last three years or so. Yeah, not just adjust from one quarterback to another quarterback, but adjust to different styles of quarterback yeah. play. I mean, Eddie Grant does get questioned quite a bit, and as 
he and Mark Stoops have all said that kind of comes with the territory of being an offensive coordinator. That, that, that job is always going to be questioned by the fans. But you're right. You talk about coaches adjusting to their personnel. He has done that as good or better than anyone else. And I think the second bye week is good for the Wildcats because uh, although I think Sawyer will be ready to go, I think they're going to try to ride this Lynn Bowden wave as work. long as they possibly can. And some extra time with another bye gives more time to develop that offense around Lynn Bowden. Maybe they work in a few more wrinkles that some of these opposing teams haven't got to see on tape just yet. So, hey, and Kentucky, Brian, has beat Tennessee with a wide receiver playing quarterback before, so why not try it again, right? It happened eight years ago. Why not <laughs> try it one more time? And the last time you beat Kentucky was with the backup quarterback, Steven Johnson, who obviously turned into the starter by the time Tennessee rolled around. But still, uh, when the when UK plays non-conventional football, if you will, uh -huh. against Tennessee, they're 2-0 and in this decade. So we'll see what happens there. Tonight's the high, final high school football Friday night of the season. It's going to finally feel like football tonight. And uh, next week, the playoffs begin. The World Series is over. We're starting to get that focus now. Tail into football, all into basketball. Uh, but football always goes by so fast. That, that's yes, the only does. thing I hate about the sport. It's especially about high, high school. school. Especially high school. school. Yeah, it high flies school, by. Because it starts a little bit early. So by the time we're in the middle of all this going on, you know, it, it seems like the season is almost yeah. over. But, you know, we've seen some really good teams in our area. We've seen some good matchups. And, and I can't wait till the playoff system begins, especially with the new RPI rankings yeah. that they have. Kind of, you were talking about, kind of to see how the whole format of the playoffs work out and what kind of matchups we're going to get with this new system. Yeah, the RPI will be used in the region final, the third round, the semifinal round, and then obviously the state championship is whoever's left. But they're going to play within the district next Friday, the Friday after that. And so you're going to see some familiar matchups. And I know right. a lot of people, it's easy for us. We're not on the field, but it, and we're not coaching, but it's easy for us to look ahead and say, hmm. That Douglas Scott County game sure looks pretty darn good, or this game or that game, but you got to get there first. And this is the time when uh, this is when you earn your paycheck right here. This is playoff time almost. Yeah, and a lot of teams I think in this area are equipped to uh, to make a run in the playoffs. So I, I think that's going to be exciting to see. Tonight, Lee K. Howard, he will be at Rupp Arena covering the Cats and the K-State Thoroughbreds. Alex and I will have game time. We will see you then. Let's say this. Oh, let, wait a minute. Uh, well, Let's say this. Because someone says, oh, I'm sorry. What time yeah. is the game? So. Tonight's game. I just want to answer the question. Tonight's game. 7 o'clock. 7 o'clock. You can SEC see it Network. on the SEC Network. There you go. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, you're great because, <laughs> you know, you. oh, by the way, speaking of that, the next month of UK football will not be played at night yes, after this coming week with Tennessee. Tennessee's a night game. Everything else is at daylight. Yes. You'll actually be able to drive home for the most part or at least enjoy a game in sunshine or at least overcast sky and you won't see the lights as much. Yeah. What's that all about? I know. I know. Now I'll lead you messages back. get delivered when coaches speak up. That's right. I'll lead you say. back into that close. You were you were on a roll. I didn't mean to mess you up. For Lee K. Howard, I'm Brian Milam. <laughs> we will see you tonight at 11. He'll be in Rupp. Alex and I will be on game time. See you then. Enjoy your day.